Let's get this revolution You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends. I've been quiet for a while. You might have thought I'd gone missing in action, but I've been sorting through the strands of my work and making containers that can hold it. And I've made some decisions that I hope will give me a sharper focus. So I want to show up more powerfully as a voice for compassion, for justice and love in the world. And I want to be a better ally to black people, indigenous people and people of colour. My work is to build coalitions for radical compassion across the world and I want to speak in a way that reminds us that we have work to do but also that encourages us to keep going. So I had to sit still and read and listen and I drew lots of colourful maps before I could record this podcast so it took me a few weeks to deep dive but now I'm back. This episode is all about walking in a world that feels shaky and it feels like it's crumbling at the moment. We have a global pandemic, we've got a climate crisis and quite likely a recession if it doesn't turn into a depression. I have a little note scribbled and pinned to my office wall and the note says the practice of love is the most powerful antidote to the politics of domination. It's a quote by Bell Hawks. It's been a guiding principle for me, but right now it seems like it's not enough. And I'm reminded of Martin Luther King when he said, there comes a time when silence is betrayal. I can't talk about compassion and love and empathy and kindness without acknowledging that I am a cis white woman and because of that I benefit from the way our world is structured and built. There has been a systematic erasure of the history of Black and Indigenous people and a condoned use of violence and brutalisation against them. This has come to the surface recently with the public murder of George Floyd at the hands of police in Minnesota and also at the alarming rate of Black deaths from COVID-19. But it was always here. It was always happening. We just didn't have to look at it. These events have simply brought to light social and structural injustices that have existed for centuries and are derived from the same intersecting systems of oppression. Here in Australia, Aboriginal people can expect to die, what, eight to nine years earlier than non-Aboriginals? And an Aboriginal woman can expect to live about eight years less than I expect to live. And Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander prisoners represent 28% of the total adult prisoner population. And you know, they only account for 3.3% of our um, general population. And you might remember that in 1991, we released the Royal Commission into Aboriginal deaths in custody. And since then, 400 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have continued to die in custody. So I want to talk about what comes next as I unpack my white privilege. White privilege isn't about individual acts of meanness 
it's much bigger than that. So I'm ready to make mistakes and to get this wrong and to be afraid and to feel uncomfortable in this conversation that we must have. And so I welcome my dear white identified friends to come along and unpack this with me. And to my dear black and indigenous friends, thank you for your generosity and forgiveness. I'm reminded of Peggy McIntosh and something she wrote in the 1980s. Peggy was um, one of the first people to start using this term white privilege. And I was a little revolutionary in the 80s. Um, I was just fitter and younger. And she said, I think whites are carefully taught not to recognize white privilege as males are taught not to recognize male privilege. And I've come to see white privilege as an invisible package of unearned assets that I can count on cashing in each day, but about which I was meant to be oblivious. White privilege is like an invisible, weightless knapsack of special provisions and maps, passports, code books, visas, clothes, tools, and blank checks. Hmm, that really got me thinking. And then I thought, recently I read something that Leslie Dwight had written, and I'm actually going to adopt this as my call to action for 2020. You might have seen it as well. It was going around on socials. Leslie Dwight said, what if 2020 isn't cancelled? What if 2020 is the year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't cancelled, but rather the most important year of them all. So, my friends, let's make this the most important moment in history. Great chaos precedes change. And I'm not a woman to let a good revolution slip past, so I'm seizing this moment with both hands, and I'm finding ways to move forward and keep learning over and over and over again. If we can lean into all these feelings that arise and find the brave to have the conversations that scare us, then we'll find more joy and freedom and love for everyone. This is a moment for thriving. I'm listening to and reading as much wisdom as I can at the moment from black spiritual leaders and black activists as a way of setting a compass to help me work out what to do next. So this is a two-part podcast, and in the next episode, I'm going to talk through some of the things I'm reading and listening to as a way of encouraging you to come along. Isn't this what compassion is, doing the work? Until next week, may you be well, may you be safe, may you keep moving forward. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care.
And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.